can't tell because... Hey, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Long Box Guys. With me, as always, are some of my very best friends since I was a very little kid. Joshua Opper, how you doing and what are you drinking? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, and I'm drinking a Von Trapp Schwartz beer because the Schwartz is with me after watching the Marvels. And let's also point out that beer is actually from where? Uh, it's uh, from Vermont. Uh, it's from made by the actual Von Trapp family, though, that came to the U.S. after fleeing Europe. You're talking about the Sound of Music Von Trapp family came over yeah. here and brought us delicious beer. They did. Yeah. Save me one of those. I got to try a Von Trapp beer. Oh, yeah. I, I hope it, t- it tastes like the Sound of Music. <laughs> Tommy, how are you doing? Or what are you drinking? Pal? Probably tastes a little like 16 going on 17. Tommy, there you go. Back in the game. Back in the game. Earlier today, I told him his puns were not wow. hidden, but that hit hard, son. That hit hard. Well Welcome played. back, Tom Boucher. What are you drinking there, pal? I'm drinking some Hamilton's because it gets it done. Gets it done. God, that was a good pun. <laughs> Mikey, I'll do that shit. Come on. <laughs> How you doing? What are you drinking, pal? I'm doing fine. I'm drinking an A&W root beer because I plan on shoveling soon. That's right. We got. Uh, we're all planning on a big snowstorm here. Nothing I'm too too worried about here in Boston. But some of the guys are getting more than me. Uh, 18 inches, something even bigger. Speaking of which, Rick Jones. <laughs> wow, it's not unusual to compare him to 18 inches. Damn right, it's not. He's got he for a non-powered person in the Marvel universe. He has big dick energy. Because he has been in the center of, in the middle of, a lot of big, big battles and a lot of big, big, big events. And he saved the world a couple of times now. And today we are talking about Rick Jones, sometimes thought of as the Hulk's sidekick, sometimes thought of as the Hulk's um, wrangler, if you will. Uh, But always a big part of the MCU and always um, and one of the few non-powered heroes on the Avengers. He, He was an actual Avenger, right, Mikey? No. He was never he was, made a, like an honorary Avenger? No, he was a he he helped form the Avengers, but he was not an Avenger because he had a ham radio that did not give him Avenger status. Status. <laughs> hey, a ham radio in the right hands. <laughs> I mean that's Yeah, it's Thor's that hands. The superpowers of uh, <laughs> the uh, of the uh, Razorback. <laughs> That's right, a CV wielding. You should have gone with US one. Damn right, US one. <laughs> Mikey, why don't you give us a little background on uh, the ubiquitous Mr. Rick Jones in the Marvel Universe? Rick Jones, aka the Snapper Car of the Marvel Universe. That's why I wanted you to do it because I knew you would bring up Snapper I was, Car. I fucking hate Snapper <laughs> Car, and I'm not a fan of Rick Jones. But let's talk about. Wait, Mr. you Rick suggested Rick Jones. Yeah, because I fucking want to trash him. I'm. This is what I hate. Wow. Wow. We'll be doing Snapper Car next week. Sweet. I know all about Snapper Car. Yeah, Daddy-O. So Rick Jones, created by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, first appearing in Incredible Hulk number one. He was a teenager who was wandering through a nuclear testing site. (laughs) As one does. As one does. I mean, we've been there, Mikey. And 
Bruce Banner sees that there is a teenager out there, runs to save him, pushes him into a ditch, and then gets hit by the gamma bomb radiation. Somehow, Rick Jones doesn't get hit with the gamma bomb radiation. He pushed not- him into a ditch, Mike. Ditches yeah. are safe. Everyone knows that. Everybody <laughs> knows. You want to hide out from radiation, you go ditch. Yeah. Well, he... If our high school desks were good enough, Mike, a ditch is like 18 <laughs> times better. It's like Un- ducking cover, but without the cover. Unfortunately for Rick Jones, he did get hit with the gamma radiation, as we find out later on in his history. But uh, he pals around with the Hulk uh, for quite a while. He feels responsible for the Hulk. In fact, uh, he become he is one of the people who forms the Avengers by using his ham radio to call for people to come help stop the Hulk from rampaging. Uh, but instead of getting the Fantastic Four, he ends up getting Thor and uh, Ant Man, Iron Man, and the Wasp. Yeah, because that's yeah. that's a level playing field. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, the then later on, Captain America gets unfrozen. And Rick Jones decides to cause Cap to have PTSD because he decides I'm going to be your sidekick and I'm going to call myself Bucky after your dead partner and I'm going to wear his costume because, you know, it's not like that's a fresh loss for you or anything. It's been 20 years. Oh, wait, for you, it's like a couple days. like last week yeah so cap trains him as a psychic therefore rick jones does have some fighting abilities uh, that he learns from cap later on he leaves and becomes the sidekick for captain marvel he had i gotta say i love this part the best because Rick Jones becomes such a good sidekick, he totally disappears where Marvel appears. <laughs> right, because of the negabands. Uh, whenever one is there, the other one is in the negative zone. Um, a, he's a critical part of the Kree Skull Scroll War um, and helps end it, actually. Uh, later on, he becomes an, a sidekick to the new Captain Marvel, but there was somebody else who was a sidekick to uh, between the two Captain Marvels, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, but, yeah, that's basically Rick Jones. He is... Uh, uh, Rom the Space Knight. That's it. Thank you, sir. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Good pull. Seriously, somebody is. that, like doesn't really hang out in the marvel universe much he has died he has died three times (laughs) and he it turns out that he is actually he was doused in the gamma radiation and much like the hulk he's kind of immortal after the last time he died he was dug up but so the last time he died was during Secret Empire, where Hydra just guns him down in a firing squad, 
And then the U.S. government digs up his body and uses him to create the new creature, A-bomb, which is a gamma monster. Yeah, A-bomb. Those were good days, Uh, A-bomb. Is there an A-A-bomb here? We'll talk about that, John. <laughs> that's the AA bomb. That he's the Canadian version. He's the A bomb, eh? That's right. A. So, if you're looking for a really good series that features Rick Jones, you might want to go check out the old Captain Marvel uh, Bronze Age stuff because he's only in it half the time. Um, or you could check out uh, Avengers Forever. Uh, where he plays a prominently prominent role in that. That was by Mark Wade. That's not a bad series to check out either. I also liked him as Whisper, the uh, online guy in Secret Empire. That's not a bad series to check out either. Although I do hate him, I, I there he has been in some pretty good series. Despite so what is it him about this character, you don't like so much. He reminds me of Snapper Carr. Like, the only point of having the teenager in there is so teens can relate to the hero and they have somebody they can picture as. It's just a stupid trope. Like, I could I could picture myself as Captain America. I don't need to picture myself as some goofball teenager running next to Captain America. You know, some goofball teenager that needs to be rescued by Captain America. Constantly rescued by every superhero. Everybody. By everybody. He rescued everybody a couple of times, too. Mostly by accident. How many times have you rescued everybody? Even by accident. Dozens of times by accident. (laughs) Tom doesn't put himself in peril. (laughs) Yeah, but we've been in peril. (laughs) Yeah. Josh Josh and I have been in peril. Mikey, you've been in peril. (laughs) You're our rich... Holy shit. Tommy's our Rick Jones. <laughs> uh, does anybody have a Rick Jones story that you want to share? So one time, Rick and I. No, no, I was, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't have anything. Uh, he played the harmonica like that. Okay. Hey. He's a fan of Hot Tuna, which is a blues band. Tommy must like that. No. Oh, you don't like Hot Tuna? No, I don't like Rick Jones. Oh. <laughs> um, I think he should have stayed in the negative zone. All right, I'll say this. Rick Jones always had the Hulk's back. He would follow the Hulk across deserts. He would drive wherever he had to to get a pair of pants to Bruce Banner. That happened a bunch of times. Rick Jones... Yeah, Tom, it- it took an entire massive explosion for Rick Jones to start acting responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. What's it going to take for me to do the same? Uh, I don't know. We haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. I'm sitting here in a giant shark onesie. <laughs> yeah. Being a grown up is highly overrated, my friend. It's killing you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Meanwhile, Josh and I are in our Snuggies. That's right. There we go, All baby. All snug it up. He's one of those characters that I always thought was necessary to move stories along sometimes because we needed, you know, someone with real problems to move the story along that couldn't solve them with their superhero problems in the beginning. But I think as Stanley got better and better writing more nuanced superheroes, especially like Spider-Man, who had their own problems, we didn't need this character, Rick Jones, nearly as much anymore. Can we agree with that? Yeah, and yeah, he was littered throughout the Marvel Universe still. He was a very popular character for whatever reasons. You know, artists and writers liked having him in there because he was a simple tool they could use to advance storylines. Rick Jones could be the, instead of walking into a tavern and meeting a mysterious figure, Rick Jones could run into Avengers Manor and say, this has happened in Southwest Canada. Someone has to get out there and stop it. Or something like that. That's one of the reasons he was used so often. He would bring a, pivotal piece of information to the Avengers or to the Hulk or to the Defenders and they'd have to act upon it. That's where I see him most in stories. I, a couple of times in She-Hulk, uh, he'd come over and, you know, hey, I have a, a friend who needs blank, uh, who needs a lawyer, and it was just a like a middle person. Everyone needs a good lawyer. Everyone needs yeah. a good lawyer. There are a lot of good lawyers in the Marvel Universe. That have superpowers. You think they bring more cops? Just saying. No, because the cops are just arrest the heroes for breaking the <laughs> law. Breaking the law, breaking the law. You're speeding. You're going too faster here. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna break protocol uh, just because I think this kind of calls for it. Three to eighteen. Uh, where do you put Rick Jones as just a, a character? I'm going to give him a, a fairly okay, I'll give him a, a 13. I don't hate seeing him there. He usually moves the story along. I kind of like him. Tommy? I'm going to go nine. Nine, that's true neutral. You're like, I don't give a shit if he's there or not. Yeah. All right. Josh? Following suit, I give him the nine. I can't really think of any moment where I was like, oh, thank God Rick Jones was oh, there. Thank or, God Rick Man, Jones, so Jones was there. Oh, my God. I need my Rick fix. Man, yeah. <laughs> I'm Jones Rick Jones, Jones. Yeah. Mikey? <laughs> I'm going to give him a seven, which is four higher than I'd give Snapper Carr. <laughs> well, Snapper <laughs> Carr has actually tried to destroy the universe a couple of times. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for Rick Jones to be the valet to some superhero so I can be like, Rick Jones is finally being useful. He's ah. pulling around the supercar. <laughs> Pull it around. Pull it around. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Wonder Man, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Wonder Man. Here's your floating car. <laughs> I've got it all warmed up for you and on the radio station you'd like. <laughs> and why are we giving him an old DJ's radio talk show voice? Because <laughs> he's Rick Jones and he's been around for like 60 years. <laughs> there you go. Tommy's still on his game. Good ad. <laughs> Any last words on Rick Jones? Yeah. All right. The Marvel Universe is neither better off or worse off with or without you, I guess. Moving on. 
Mike, what do you got at the front of the long box? Please be a game. At the front of the long box, courtesy of UsefulTrivia.com, we have Avengers Trivia. Oh. All right. So we're going to start with you, Tom. Uh, which villain is responsible for the original formation of the Avengers? Are you going to give me multiple choice there? Not unless you need it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Hulk because I kind of believe that was the original villain that the Avengers came together to stop. Yep. Okay. Uh, over to you, LT, for the steal. No, I was going to say because Hulk is one of the founding Avengers, so it's no, it's not he the is. Hulk. He is, but is it Loki? Yeah, Loki. Wow, well played. So, Mike, explain to me why I why I'm wrong and why Tom's right. I think I think you have a good explanation for it. He convinces Rick Jones to gather up the superheroes to stop the Hulk because he wants the Hulk to beat up Thor. So, oh, so Loki's the fly in the air of Rick Jones. Yes. Okay, I accept yeah. that as a legitimate answer. LT, who's the first Avenger to quit the team? The Hulk. Yeah. LT's on a roll. Who is the first new member to join the team? Is it still me? Yeah. Or is it Josh? It's you. So you get it oh, wrong. it's me? Um... Uh, Wonder Man? Josh, to you for a steal. Captain America? Yeah. Talked about it like 11 minutes ago, dude. Yeah, but I thought Wonder Man was like an issue or two before that. <laughs> what is the name of the Avengers? also Aven- pretty early. What is the name of the Avengers butler, Josh? Jarvis. I'm going to give it to you, even though it's Edwin Jarvis. Uh, Josh, who is the king? Of, which Avenger is the king of Wakanda? Black Panther. Josh, which villain creates Wonder Man to battle the Avengers? Oh, shit. I had this wrong, by the way. <laughs> well, I, I know this. Uh, who made Wonder uh, Man? Who made who? Uh, I don't know. Doc Doom. Nope. Tom, to you for the steal. Actually, now that I'm thinking think about, about it, I don't know. Second, so I get another beer. Was it Ultron? No, no, it's not. It's not because that created Vision, not, not Wonder Man. Yeah. It's back to you, LT. Oh. Good man. Yeah, I, 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 I can a, see the issue, but I, I can't remember it. It's either Kang the Conqueror or Baron Zemo. Which one? Baron Zemo. Oh! Yes. Baron Zemo? Yeah, yeah. I can Baron Zemo. Adhesive X guy? Yeah. Which Avenger has the... the... Wait a second, you're telling me Baron Zemo, his two big inventions, is Adhesive X... And Wonder Man. He yeah. bombs him with an ionic ray. It just seems like he's all over the place when it comes to the science. 
Like adhesives and ionic rays are not that similar. They're not. All right. Look, I'm man, sorry. He a had, man can't he had have a, a sandwich hobby. on Wonder Bread and decided to come up with Wonder Man. It's very simple. You don't know when you're going to get inspired. All right. Uh, LT, back to you. Which Avenger is the daughter of da- Drax the Destroyer? Drax? Uh, is it it's Moon? Is it Moon? What's her last? What's her other name? Moon something. Moon something is close. Close. <laughs> Josh, is it Moon steel. Shadow? Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon. There you go. I was Josh, giving a little dragon. Which Avenger LT. frequently utters the catchphrase "Oh my stars and garters"? Oh, that that one's easy. Oh my stars and garters. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. He's also an X fan. He only said in the Avengers, and I don't know why they gave that. Him oh that no, he race. says it in the X Men all the time. All Tom, time. you for the steal. Josh is taking too long. Hank McCoy, the Beast. Okay. Uh, Tom, when Scarlet Witch is driven mad, which Avenger does she kill twice? The Vision. LT to use the steel. Which Avenger has Scarlet Witch killed twice? And LT's taking too long. Josh, you for the steal. Which Avenger has she killed twice? twice. Scarlet Witch. I give you a hint. It's either Ant Man, Jack of Hearts, or Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yep. All right. Josh, which Avenger other than Thor can lift Thor's hammer? Captain America. Where is Avengers Mansion located? What street, I should say? Ugh, come on. <laughs> give, uh, give him a couple choices. Uh, Park Avenue, Fifth Avenue, Madison Avenue, or Gray Malkin Lane? Gray Malkin Lane? Uh, no. Uh, mm. I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, what was the avenue? The last one? <laughs> That's where the X-Men are located. Gray Malkin Lane? Okay. What's uh, Fifth Park Avenue? Park Avenue, what? Fifth Avenue, or Madison Avenue? Takes up a whole city block. Very pricey real estate. Fifth Avenue, then. Yep. Oh, guess. I should have stood up to pull that one out. Tom, which supergroup do the Avengers battle on Earth 712? Uh, Dark Avengers? Is it the Dark Avengers, Ultra Force, Squadron Supreme, or the God Squad? I was going to say X-Men. I gotta, I gotta be honest there. What, what, yeah, what, the, I'll say Dark Avengers. Nope. LT for the steal. Squadron Supreme. Yep, the knockoff oh, version yeah. of Justice League. LT, which Avenger was originally meant to be the Bride of Ultron? Jocasta. Yep. 
LT, who serves as the Avengers liaison to the United States National Security Council. <laughs> he has a very bad oh. haircut and glasses. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's got glasses. Um, I thought it was Rick Jones. Uh, no, he, I, I want to say it begins with an S. <sighs> you could say that, but you'd be wrong. I'll give you, guys, I'll give you four choices. Okay. Victor Creed, Sebastian Shaw, Henry Peter Geigrich, or... Jacqueline Fallsworth Crichton. Guy Grinch. Yep. Which Avenger has a serious drinking problem, LT? Uh, that would be Tony Stark, otherwise known <laughs> as Iron Man. Which Avenger is abducted and replaced by a scroll queen? Well, I'd like it to be Rick Jones. It's not. Uh... Scroll Queen. So you'd be my Scroll point. Queen if you know what I mean. Scroll Queen, young and lean, she's the Scroll Queen. All right, I'll, I'll narrow it down for you. Tigress, Spider Woman, Ms. Marvel, or Scarlet Witch? I guess I miss Marvel. You were wrong. <sighs> Josh, to, for the steal, Tigress, Spider Woman, or Scarlet Witch was replaced by the Skull Queen, Veronica. Scarlet Witch. Tom, to you for the steal. Was it Tigra or Spider Woman who was replaced by the Skrull Queen in the LT? You got a 50 50 chance, but I'm going to say Tigress. <laughs> I'm going to say Spider Woman. <laughs> LT, which Avenger has a dark side called the Void? Oh, Not giving you any. Guesses because we did a I whole fucking <laughs> podcast on this. If you played a little more Snap, you know this, buddy. Yeah, if you knew Marvel Snap, fuck that negative ten. Yeah, over to you, Josh, for the steal. Century. Yeah. Josh, which of her fellow Avengers does Scarlet Witch marry? <laughs> a vision. Josh, who is the leader of the Dark Avengers? Oh, uh... The leader or the puppet master? The leader. I don't know. Tom, do you for the steal? I'm going to say the Green Goblin, Harry Osborn. Uh, Norman Osborn, but yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He was the Iron Patriot. Uh, what real-life celebrity is Tony Stark based on, Tom? Didn't know he was. <laughs> uh, I'll say Ford. <laughs> no, probably the Playboy guy. LT, you're the biggest Iron Man fan here. Bogart? Josh, I'm going to give you a choice. Howard Hughes? Oh, I don't even have to give you one. Yeah. Josh, which Avenger is expelled for trying to blow up Avengers Mansion? All of them? Uh, expelled. Which Avenger is expelled for blowing up the mansion? Um, I'll give you a, I'll give you four choices. Dr. Druid, Swordsman, Mantis, or Black Knight? Black Knight? How come Rick Jones wasn't one of the choices, Mike? 
All right, so what, what do I got left? Dr. Druid, so- Swordsman, or Mantis? And what did you say, Josh? Black Knight. Oh, I was going to say Swordsman, so Swordsman. Yep. Uh, I thought you what said is- mine. I was like, damn, that's what I was going to pick. Tom, what's the draw weight on Hawkeye's bow? Oh, uh, 150, 75, 250, or 200 pounds? 200 is a lot. I'm going to say 200. I was going to say Green Arrows is like 210, isn't it? LT? I going to say 250. 250. Man, you know what? That's a tough draw weight. Uh, He's LT. Hawkeye. It's kind of his thing. Who created the Avengers? Say Rick Jones, you bitch. Say it. Say it. Say it. Yeah, you want I, to. Who was the creative team that created uh, the Avengers? Uh, was it Stan Lee and Steve Ditko? Alongside Rick Jones. Uh, Josh, to you for the steal. You only got a half right. Yeah. No. I don't know. Tom, to you for the steal. I think it was Stanley and, and Kirby. Yep. I was mildly thinking of the artwork, Josh. They had all the Kirby crackling shit. Uh, last question, Tom, for the win. What is the vision? <laughs> is he an android, an artificially enhanced human clone, a robot, or a synthesoid? Pretty sure it's an android. Pretty sure you're wrong, Tom. LT for the steal and the a win. Synthesoid. Yep. LT had the win anyways. He had the most right. He had a good yeah. run there. Good job, LT. Good finish. Strong finish. Strong, Strong finish, finish LT. You would like us to do a trivia? You should go see us at Pensacon because we're doing last nerd standing there. Yeah. And we have prizes. Good prizes. Mike, are you bringing any down? Oh yeah, I got a shit ton of prizes. Josh, we're going to have to figure out how many suitcases we have. <laughs> uh, I got a couple prizes here, too, that I want to bring down. Uh, and our good friend Diane has some prizes, too. So we are uh, we just got to notice that at Pensacon we are going to be running Last Nerd Standing. So be sure to come down and play some games with us. Yeah, that's going to be Saturday, we think. We think. We think. Six. We think. Saturday 6 24th. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're just listening to us now, you're probably uh, – you got to hustle. Make some plans. Get, down get over Pensacola. there. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, what do you got in the back of the long box, pal? Well, I've got Rogue Sun. Uh, Rogue Sun is by Ryan Perot and Chris O'Halloran. It is a story of a superhero who is pretty much claimed the Big Easy as his his uh, town to uh, to to kind of watch over. And the superhero dies and leaves leaves the mantle of his superheroing to his son. Uh, not the son that he's been raising, but the son that he kind of abandoned and left behind almost a decade before. That the son that thinks he's dead already and didn't even know his dad was still alive thought his dad died in an accident years and years ago and uh, gets a knock on the door saying, hey, your dad just died and uh, there's a reading of his will in a few days. And uh, 
So he finds out his dad has been alive for like the past decade or so and then realizes that he's this superhero and that he's gotten this mantle of of being this superhero from from this deadbeat dad uh, while his new family is just like, what? You got that? We knew he was a superhero. We've been here for him. We patched him up whenever he's gotten beaten up. We were expecting that. And uh, so it's kind of this story of a coming-of-age person who has uh, always had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and has an even more of a chip on his shoulder who is taking over the superheroing from from this deadbeat dad who the deadbeat dad communicates to him whenever he turns on the superheroing suit because a bit of him still living on in the suit and uh he sees more of his deadbeat dad now that he's dead than he did when he was alive and it's it's kind of him dealing with all those emotions while trying to figure out how to be a superhero all right who's it by i don't know i mean uh, the publisher it is by image okay uh it's part of the uh super massive uh universe so it's in the same universe as like radiant black all right, cool. So, yeah. All right, uh, Josh, uh, do you got a tangent for us this week? I've got a tough one to think about. You guys might have to. Oh. You guys might have to internalize for a bit. So this week, I, I was remembering uh, there was a band I had wanted to see, Soul Coughing, and oh, I really, good band. really loved Soul Coughing. And one of the things I had always regretted was never seeing Soul Coughing live, in which, uh, after expressing this to several people, uh, promptly told me I had seen them live. I just didn't remember. <laughs> I saw them open for the Mighty Mighty Boston's in Providence, and my buddy Mark was like, no, we saw them. They opened up for the Boston's, and we sung that stupid Buddha Bless song the whole way home, which I promptly remembered. And I was like, huh. That's weird. So is there anything you've ever wanted to do, had on your bucket list, and then just forgot you had actually done it? Ha! You're like, oh, I, I always wanted to go to this restaurant, but you've actually eaten there. There was a band I wanted to see. I have actually seen them. Anything that the, 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 the loss of time or memory just sort of slipped away from you, you're like, man, I wish I had done that, and you have. You did it. See? Reflect. Uh, that that might one. take a second. Yeah. Mm. I don't think the remembering that I've done it has happened yet. <laughs> That's also the tough part. But yeah, uh, the band I was like, fuck, man, I've always wanted to see Zoe Coffee. I completely regret sitting, never seeing them live. And someone's like, no, no. We, we saw I was going to say, Mike Doty always puts on a good show. They did. I just yeah, didn't put two and two together. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever seen any of his solo shows, but Mike Doty puts on a good show. Uh, yeah, I don't guys. think I've ever seen Soul Coughing. But. So I have one which Tom is going to not be happy with. I just recently watched all of Blue Mountain State. 
all three seasons. Mm-hmm. I had already actually watched it. I didn't remember until I got to the Cloris Leachman episode that I had <laughs> watched it years ago. I've been hey. telling people to watch this show for a while because it's terrific. Yeah, he keeps on singing his praises, and we're all like, okay. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I'll watch it again, or I'll watch it. And then watch it. when I watched it, I was like, this seems really familiar. <laughs> and then, like, eventually I got to Cloris Leachman giving handies to all the guys on the football team, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember oh, yeah. this. <laughs> I have watched this. Go to Mike. Tom, I'll tell you. Nothing? I I just, I don't think I've had the memory yet. I'm sure there are things out there that I've done that I've always wanted to do. I just haven't remembered that I've done them yet. Uh, Certainly, you you guys have known me since I was a kid. When something, like, gets up my nose, I tend to hyperfixate on it. Like, oh, man, I really want to be a pro wrestler. All right? (laughs) Let's go do that. And we did. Or, you know, I want to drive across the country or, um, oh, you know, actually, I do got one. Uh, I was just telling Lainey a couple of weeks ago, we should go see the Grand Canyon because uh, I don't think I've ever seen it before. And then I remember, yeah, this, Josh, you're bringing this right back. Um, I did see the Grand Canyon on my drive from Memphis, on my drive from San Francisco to Memphis. I came through and I saw the Grand Canyon. I didn't see all the Grand Canyon. I didn't see the best part. Tough, yeah. Yeah, but I did see uh, some of the Grand Canyon. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I... But I, I don't feel like I got enough of it. That's fair. It's a piece of it. Yeah. But I've seen the Grand Canyon, but I don't feel like I really absorbed it. Because yeah. you've you talked ex- highly of you your time. You didn't experience the Grand Canyon. You just drove yeah. past. You drove. You saw it. You're like, yeah, there it is. I, yeah. I think, yeah, I think I like... My just thinking that that's the closest thing I think I might have. You've spoken highly of your trip through the Grand Canyon. And, uh, and I would definitely go back to Vegas to see both the uh, the zombie burlesque show. Awesome. And take the ride out to the, the Grand Canyon again. I've been planning on going out there because there's a cool circus show, which is like a dirty, crazy, huge, sprawling circus with dozens and dozens of acts. So you can go back a couple of different nights and sure. see different shows. Some are burlesque, some are acrobats, some are, you know, just crazy stuff like we saw at uh, Dr. Swindles. It's like a much, much bigger version of that with multiple tents. So let's plan a Vegas trip, guy. Yeah, I like Vegas. And then out to and then out to the Grand Canyon. I'm with you. Definitely. All right. I won't bail this time on the planned trip. I, I feel like I've sure? already done that. <laughs> I'd be, right, I guess... It'd be extra good if we could do a, uh, a rafting trip down the canyon. Oh, uh... I would just tear it up with uh, C.J. McCall's The Running of the Green. If you haven't heard that song, it's about a rafting trip, and it's awesome. Fair enough. C.J. McCall's other big hit, anybody? Uh, It's about the sharks. What was that? Was it Teddy Bear or was it uh, Convoy? Convoy. Convoy. Convoy, okay. Running of the Green gets my chest every time like oh yeah i want to i want a lightsaber i want to fight tom have you listened to do you remember that song teddy bear yeah i remember teddy bear about a little boy who's uh who's, uh i think he's crippled and his father used to drive a truck and then yeah. all the truckers like hear his story and they come in 
They come and give him a ride because his dad can't come and ride anymore because he died. He's sad. It's a sad song. Yep. Why'd you bring that up? I don't want to see you cry. You want to see me well up? Good job. <laughs> nice job, Mike. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. That's that's the thing I always wanted to do, but I keep forgetting. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> get these Just ratings up. Tom cry. <laughs> Just bring up AT and T commercials where the guy finally makes up with his daughter. I'll cry. It's I'm a low hanging fruit on this shit. Ooh, what about the German commercial where the guy's doing the the lift so he can lift his granddaughter up to put the star I on the tree? I love that. Oh my Holy god, I shit. cried. I need an IV and a Gatorade. Not, that ain't like, cool. Not Did cool, you guys see the people. Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts commercial? No, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched all the uh, the whatever that sports game is commercials. Yeah. You know what the sports game Super is. Just is not, shit. Not We're not allowed to say it. Don't, no, don't, don't say the word. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Iron Schwarzenegger one was really fun. All right. Okay. It was. It was funny. It was. <laughs> You said it was like anybody else else saw it, but we didn't. So it, we, we get didn't. it. It's fine. Like we're not arguing yeah. with you. Sure. I just haven't watched any of them yet. You betcha. You betcha. Well, see, it's funny. Okay. He can't say a line. He has to bring Danny DeVito in. <laughs> Re- see, you're already in. Yeah. I, was I don't in need to watch it now. I got 18 it. 18 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's worth it. Wow. Huh. It's a twins reference. What? What? <laughs> I guess that brings us to plugs, and the easiest thing to plug is going to be Pentagon, because we've already talked about it a couple times. Coming up very, very soon, just about two weeks away. Our, our, I think all our panels got picked up, but I'm not sure, because it's kind of hard to follow this uh, <laughs> plan. But uh, I'm happy that we're on there, and I'm happy we're all going. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Me too. Can't wait. And for the first time uh, ever, we're all flying in instead of driving, flying into Atlanta and driving in. True. Very different. A little different. I've flown in. in, Yeah, I flew in during the COVID year. And uh, let me tell you, that's real Florida. The area around the airport, because that's where I stayed. I stayed at a most Western hotel, (laughs) which was obviously (laughs) a best Western hotel that someone had kidnapped (laughs) and painted the word most over the word best it was just running the place and honestly they tried to spell they just spelled misspelled moist yeah it was to be the moist western i tipped the housekeeper like 10 bucks on my first day uh she hovered (laughs) i never had an easier hotel in my life hey can can i go get you a soda blowjob what do you need all right Most Western hotel, go. <laughs> um, so we're, we're going to be there. We'll be doing a lot of panels. We're going to be seeing a lot of people. Uh, Ron Perlman will be there. I just found out. I thought he had canceled, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting an autograph because I loved him in so many things. The retirement plan. I haven't seen the retirement. I'll see that before I go. I still think that the thing I think about him most is, and it wasn't a big role for him, was Alien Baker. Not the Baker? Not the Baker? Nope. Have you seen the Baker? Have you seen the Baker? Now what? 
Well, the Beast is the next thing that comes into mind for me, actually. Okay. I love that movie. I love that TV show. I watched that TV show like I couldn't wait for that to come on. See, I think of a instantly think of him as Toby on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I gotta watch that before we go. Just that episode, trust me. I think it was the preacher in that in that Amazon series. I want to say it was a hand of God. Oh yeah, and then he was in what Blade Three? He was in Blade Three. Yeah. He was a good. He was a badass in Blade Three. That was a fun role for him. Yeah. He almost killed Blade like four times. <laughs> I won't kill that guy. No, you're not. All right, I'm gonna slow him down. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Uh, anybody else have anything to plug? Let's, we might as well plug Tammy and Leo. The, uh, Ian, they're going to be there. I'd like to plug GeekOrthodox.com. 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 Hello, Tammy. GeekOrthodox.com for very fine t-shirts and other geeky things like stained glass prints, Johnny Skywalker rocks glasses, you name it. They've got it at GeekOrthodox.com. All the apparels at IanLino.com because they've got so much stuff. So much stuff that they have to have two websites to sell it on. Did you guys that's see right. that stained glass of the mermaid from Harry Potter? Yeah, Man, that's pretty. That thing's bigger than you think, too. Well, I think it's pretty big. Big. All right. Was that a commission or? Yeah. Yeah, it was a custom yeah. commission. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's like forty-four by twenty-eight. Holy shit, that is bigger yeah, than it's that. It's big. 44 by 20, it is pretty big. Yeah. Tom, uh, how's your uh, your band going? Hey, thanks for asking. Our um, our website is up. You can find us on Squarespace. We do have beer koozies to sell, as, lo- as well as our first songbook. Our next songbook is going to be a little bit bigger, so I don't suggest buying the, the, the first one, unless you really want to get those first editions. Get them set aside, collector's editions, I'm telling you. Be so the next coloring book will have way more naked pictures in it to color. It just will. <laughs> uh, we are uh, hopefully playing at Pirate Fest on Cape Cod. Uh, and uh, we have a couple other gigs in the works right now. Our first album will drop in about two weeks. And it is called Everything's a Glory Hole If You're Brave Enough. And uh, we got about four or five songs on there. Cool. Sweet. Thanks. Anybody I'd like else? to thank Kirby Crackle for providing our geek rock music every week. You can check them out at kirbycracklemusic.com. Fellow musicians. Yeah, you know, I'll take yeah. a second to um, uh, uh, <laughs> say something nice about Polly Bolton and her band, Trials of Cato, which are coming to the Boston and greater New England area. If you're a fan of folk music, especially European folk music, Talisk and Trials of Cato are coming. They're playing all over the United States. They're hitting like 13 cities from California to the New England area. So if you can, go see Talisk and Trials of Cato. Great mandolin, great banjo, great European folk rock kind of feel. And really fun stuff. Going to be a fun night. I can't wait to go. I've got tickets here in Somerville. I thought for sure it was going to be during Pensac, uh, Pensacon. I knew it was coming up in February, late February. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to miss it. And she's been my banjo and mandolin teacher for four years now, like just on Skype because she's always in Scotland or Ireland or somewhere in Europe. And I would have been so mad. <laughs> you know, I was really mad. 
the people who you're like Scotland, Ireland, or Europe, and all those people hate each other. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking figure it out. Figure it out. Just saying. Anybody any last words? How about our Patreon page, huh? That's something huh? cool. Tom? Yeah. What? Get a Patreon page? <laughs> we do our Patreon page. If you go to the Logbox Guys backslash, maybe forward slash, the Patreon, the Logbox yeah. Guys, you will for only a dollar a month. A month. What? A month. Yeah. A what? month. That you'll get an right. extra podcast almost every week about us talking about stupid, stupid, stupid shit. Uh, this month we're talking about brains and games, or maybe you got that backwards. Uh, where we talk about a scientist that we like and a game like we like. This week I think we talked about the Dark Tower and Diane Fossey. Not yeah. to be confused with Bob Fossey. <coughs> Next week, if you want to jump on the train, a little preview. We're going to be talking about the great Lonnie Johnson, one of my favorite scientists, just because he's just had so many stats and charisma. That's all. That's not giving away anything. And where does all the money go to, LT? It goes to the Elizabeth Peabody House Food Pantry, where we fed over 160 people last week. I'm sorry. Over 160 families. Did you say? Did you say 160? 160 families. 40 more than my best. Good job. Yeah. 40 more than my record. You're killing it. Knocking it out of the ballpark. Good man. All right. I guess that'll do it for us. Josh. Oh, Josh, did you have one? Uh, Well, then I'll say this, Josh. Pensacon. Every single place to get a beer. Is that your sector? That's called Flora Breweries. I'll be in you. I will pee in you. Not a nice Mikey, one. What's this, yeah. Mikey, what's this podcast like to you? It's like drunk history, but for comics. Tommy, any last words? Ah, just follow the campsite rules. Leave the world the better place. There you go. Don't forget what I always say. Don't diss what you hate. Try to support what you love. You live longer. I, I promise you. So long from Longbox, guys. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you, bye-bye. bye-bye.